Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas, where finally it's not so stinking hot every day. Um, so, Julie, the title of today's radio show is? The title of today's radio show is 10 Steps to Have Motivation Each and Every Day. Actually, it's Massive Motivation Each and Every Day. Oh, extra super bonus points. Massive Motivation Every Day. Always a good thing. That's right. So yesterday we gave it our email addresses, and I got a lot of emails suggesting um, different show topics, and I really appreciate that. Um, as you guys know, we mix the show with interviews and also with Julie and I presenting different things. And everything we focus on this radio show is designed to really, you know, get you into action, uh, help you really embrace the mindset that our highest and best purpose on this planet, especially in this industry, is being of service to others, and also making you money. Um, now. Today's radio show is a little bit about all three of those things, and that's the reason I think um, on this topic, I have to tell you, being completely transparent with all you guys, we're kind of tricking you a little bit, because the show title doesn't necessarily, isn't indicative of what the actual content for the radio show is, because if, if we were to have told you what the actual content of the radio show was at the top, I imagine some of you would be, you know, maybe questioning whether or not you wanted to spend the next 20 minutes with us. So what we're going to do is we're going to nicely walk you into what the uh, concept of today's radio show is in a second. But before we do, I want to thank all of you again who have been emailing us with show topic ideas, thanking all of you again for those of you who would like to be interviewed or have folks that you'd like us to interview. That's great, too. And our email addresses, again, are tim at timandjulieharris.com and julie at timandjulieharris.com. Those emails go directly to us. They don't go to a, you know, an assistant or a secretary or whatever. They go directly to Julie and I. So if you ever need to get hold of either of us, please do so. And remember, a lot of you, especially this time of year, are looking for a coach, considering coaching, trying to decide you know, what direction you want to go with your business. Please do keep us in mind and request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And when you do, we give you copies of our um, two of our books. One is Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, and the other is the Real Estate Treasure Map. Real Estate Treasure Map is something that is directly applicable to all of you right now in your businesses this time of year, especially it's about um, business planning. So make sure that you grab both those books. You get them for free when you request a uh, coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So, Miss Julie, I know you were on um, the phone for a few hours today talking to our coaches about their clients and talking about um, the different things that they're experiencing around the country. And I know you also had a few coaching calls with some of your own personal real estate clients. Anything in particular jump out at you you'd like to share with yeah. our listeners? Well, i I got to say, I'm absolutely thrilled that, by and large, from the coaches, what we're hearing, this is kind of like a nice problem to have, um, that most of our coaching clients are meeting or exceeding their yearly goals already. And so the challenge is recalibrating what they're – quarterly goals are, and maybe upping their goals, deciding what, if any, and how much time they're going to take off to take a breath, and then to turn the burners back on, because the markets, as you said yesterday, are having a great, um, you know, post-school, go back, whatever, come back, and, you know, it's like make hay while the sun shines, right? So 
I think that it's it's fantastic to hear that everyone is doing so well. I think some of that's the market improvement. Some of it is certainly the agent's skill improvement, their consistency, their coachability. So that's all great. And so we're doing a new round of goal setting. So remember, when you're having a killer month or quarter or even year, that's fantastic. But don't spend the next quarter celebrating it, running that into the ground so it just ends up being an okay quarter, month, or year. Does that make sense, Tom? Exactly. And um, again, to Julie's point, a lot of you are doing a lot better than you thought you would do. Uh, a lot of yeah. you need to recalibrate. <laughs> you need to recalibrate exactly. what your goals are. It's an opportunity for you to decide, hey, you know what? I can easily afford to pay cash for that Audi, but maybe after all what I want is the Bentley. Or maybe you are deciding that you're planning on taking your family to Disney World and now you want to go to France. Guys, that's And now you're going to pay business. cash for it. And now you're going to fly to right. class. Yeah. <laughs> business class, even better. More, right? more fun, so guys, yeah. Open your minds to the fact that we are all fortunate enough to be at the right part of the real estate recovery. It started, in, uh, obviously, it started about two years ago, uh, and I think it's going to go strong for most of the country for at least another seven to ten years. Yes, there might be a little mild recession here and there, but at the end of the day, we are all perfectly positioned to be in, I, in Without a doubt, sure, this is true, the best industry that there is because of all the things that are happening demographically. You know, I know we have a, new, a lot of the newer agents that are listening, and we have a lot of, I, you know, had a few emails from folks that are actually thinking about becoming agents. So the reason that this is the perfect industry now is because you have all the baby boomer kids, the Generation Y, the millennials, whatever you want to call them, and all those folks are starting to buy homes. Listen to the interview we did with um, – National Association, actually it was the Realtor.com's chief economist, Jonathan Smoke, listen to the interview we did last week and you'll get more details on that. Bottom line is, is those folks, there's more of them than there were of the baby boomers and we know what a big effect the baby boomers had on our economy. Huge, right? So the Generation Y, their kids, even more so. And you have the baby boomers who are downsizing. You have the baby boomers that are buying vacation homes. So all these things that are happening uh, demographically, if you want to know what's going to happen in the future, the easiest way to uh, predict what's going to happen is just look to see what the demographics tell you. Look to see what, uh, in terms of the numbers of people that are out there to buy. You know, we're blessed in that we have the demographics in our, you know, right now, it, it, you're, you are at the right place at the right time in the right industry. All the winds are at your back. Do everything in your power to take full advantage of it. Even if interest rates go up, which I think they will, I don't really think it's going to matter because people still want to buy homes, still people want to sell homes. The bottom line is, is do everything you can right now to embrace this market. And if that means you need an extra kick in the pants and we can help you do it, request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. All right, Julie, so let's get to the uh, content we've prepared for these guys for today. All right, perfect. So, again, we have 10 specific points to keep your motivation high, but they all happen to be related to a similar topic. Here's a fact. Our most successful coaching clients, as well as the most successful business people in the world, all, are you ready? They work out regularly and vigorously. They do it consistently. Here's a fact. The more physically fit you are, the more successful you are in all areas of life. This is an irrefutable fact. So what's the deal with your income and your fitness being so intermingled? This is very curious from a coaching standpoint because I hear this from the coaches themselves, and I hear this about our coaching clients, and certainly you and I both have specific experience with our top producers on this. So based on our hundreds of thousands of coaching calls and coaching the top agents in the country, here's 10 reasons why it's critical that you take this seriously. 
Ready for point number one, Tim? Yep. Again, guys, I, we had to kind of sneak this by you so you wouldn't necessarily know the focus of today's show was on your physical well-being. But the bottom line is, is your physical well-being, how you feel, how your body functions, has a direct relationship to the amount of money you make, has a direct relationship to the amount of enthusiasm that you feel. Oftentimes, if you're not feeling optimistic, if you're not feeling positive, if you're not feeling happy, whatever word you want to use, just putting your body in motion is going to make all the difference. And again, to Julie's point, if you study any successful person in the history of successful people, you will find one of the things they all have in, uh, in their lives consistent is a focus on their physical well-being. Now, we're not suggesting that you guys go out and decide to be marathon runners, so don't think that this is going to all of a sudden we're going to start Though turning into some of into you are, certain. which is awesome, the, but you don't right, have some to. Some of you are. Yeah. But you, you, we're going to give you 10 steps to basically introduce or take your physical regimen to the next level, and you will see not just slow results. You won't just see, like, for example, when you increase your physical activity, especially if you're, not coming, if you're coming from low physical activity, if you increase it even moderately, 15 minutes a day, you don't have to wait two months to feel a difference and see a difference, by the way, in the amount of money you're earning, because that is what this radio show is about. You will see it immediately because your mindset will be different. And when your mindset is different and you're feeling positive, you will attract to you more folks that are ready to uh, engage with you to buy and sell a home. So that is the essence of what the message is from today's radio show. So write these 10 points down, internalize them. Some of these you've heard before, most of them you haven't. And then if you feel yourself like, you know, essentially rejecting one of the points that Julie's about to read mm -hmm. to you, you need to ask yourself, well, why is it that I'm rejecting this point? Be introspective, do a little self-coaching, and what you'll discover is it's because that point is the one that you should be paying attention to the most. So, Jules, go right ahead. That's right. So point number one, and again, we're talking about why is your income and your fitness so extremely intermingled? Number one, exercise is a discipline. So being overweight, not eating right, not being in control of this very basic aspect of your life is an indicator of a larger lack of discipline. I mean, that's kind of a big point that might be making a few people uncomfortable, but let's just come to terms with it. Exercise absolutely is a discipline. So let's accept that point and go to number two. Controlling your weight is something you are in 100% control of. Many things in real estate, I don't know if you've noticed, in business, in life, are controlled or impacted by many other people and factors. I mean, you could have the most perfect deal if somebody's going to get in the way. Not so with controlling your weight and your health. So that is one of the things that are absolutely up to you. This came out when we talked about perfectionists and what you can control and what you can uh, you know, be 100% control up. So point number three, point number three is when you gain control over your health and fitness, your confidence soars. We see this on coaching calls all the time when you guys get serious about your health goals. If you can control your, your weight, your physical appearance, well, can't you control everything? I mean, it is a challenge to do that. It absolutely takes discipline. So the confidence that you get, knowing that you have control and seeing that you have control, that's a portable skill. It's a portable mindset, and it's completely applicable to all other things in life. I mean, Tim, I'm sure you can think of tons of coaching clients. And you and I noticed this early on in our coaching careers, that the agents that do the best in terms of their lead follow-up, their prospecting, and consistent work are also always the ones that are also work out 
And that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to the gym and they've got a trainer, but they have a level of physical discipline. And it, it, it just seems like when they're on that, everything else in their business goes like clockwork. And if they get off of that, then things come unglued in the business. Well, so at so, the end of the day, if, if the end of the day, there's three things that you focus your best energies on, on a macro level, on controlling. The one that we're talking about today is actually, you know, the obvious one, your physical discipline, taking care of your body. The next one is your environment. So your environment, your office, your house, your car, you know, how is it? Is it a big pigsty? Well, then that's a direct direct reflection of your mindset. That's a direct reflection of the – essentially the person you are. So if you are living amongst a, in a chaotic environment in any way and you're not controlling it, that will have an effect on your mindset, which ultimately will have an effect on your income. Okay? And the last one is, is your finances. So and not necessarily in this order, but if you can control your physical state, your environment, and your finances, you control those three things. So those of you who are control freaks, which is probably most of you on this call, your hosts included, you will find that your life will pretty much miraculously stay in balance. And one of the little, you know, the physical stuff can be drilled down to very basic ideas. For example, find out what your ideal weight should be. Most people are overweight by, you know, anymore it's 15 to 20 pounds. It used to be like 10 pounds. Now it's, you know, it's doubled. So, you have to absolutely positively stop using excuses while you're fat. Just say, listen, I'm fat. I don't like the way I look. It's eroding my confidence. I don't like, you know, I don't feel, um, you know, like I should when I walk into rooms, when I'm meeting with sellers. You judge people based on their appearance, don't you? Of course you do. You judge people instantly if they're fat. You do. Everybody does. It's just part of the human nature and the attributes or rather the qualities that someone assigns to somebody who's overweight are that they're what? Lazy, that they're not necessarily somebody who's self-disciplined. Guys, if you're, being a, if you're feeling offended right now, good. Feel offended and just embrace the idea that this is something you can change. This is the easiest thing in your life you can change. Because oftentimes, guys, here's a little secret for you. Finances take longer to change because that's something that, generally speaking, is going to take weeks, if not months, if not years, to really get the way you want it. Your environment's not always completely in your control because you have families or you work in an office where there's other people around, and maybe some of them are absolute positive slobs. The one thing you can have total exclusive domain over is your physical condition, starting with your weight. So find out what your ideal weight should be, and your first minimum standard that you should work towards is getting to your ideal weight, whatever it is. Tons and tons and tons of information out there on the Internet um, about how to figure out what that is. Write that number down and have that be your target weight. And then start, you know, one of the things that we always, when folks are going down this path, we strongly suggest you read books like Adkins for Life. I've had so many coaching clients we just mentioned it passively maybe a year or so ago, um, Atkins for Life on the radio show, and I had probably 90 days, 120 days thereafter, folks emailing me and thanking me for that. You know, guys, a little secret. It's not even a secret anymore. The information's been out forever. If you have a low-carb diet, generally speaking, it's very easy to lose weight and to keep the weight off. So carbs are the enemy of most people, of all people, when it comes to weight loss Um, and essentially maintaining a healthy physical weight. So research this on your own. We're a radio show about helping you make money in real estate, not, you know, physical stuff. But definitely look into Adkins for Life. 
look into a low-carb diet. Um, and then, you know, definitely, guys, internalize, accept the fact that when you get control of this, when you, when you lose that pesky 10 or 15 or 20 or whatever it is, pounds, Think how much more confident you're going to feel when you look in the mirror. Think how much more confident you're going to feel when you look at yourself in the clothes that you're going to wear on a listing appointment, and you look fantastic. Guys, it's all mindset. Remember what Julie and I say, 90% of your success is mindset, 10% is skill set. Julie, what's the next point? Next point is that agents who control their appearance understand the advantage that looking great and feeling great affords them. You can have the worst day ever in real estate, and still have a listing appointment coming up that evening, and when you dial it up, you'll get that listing. Showing up, looking, and feeling great absolutely gives you the edge that you need. So compare the agent that had a crappy day in real estate that's also not really feeling great because they haven't exercised and you know they know they're a little bit overweight, their clothes don't really fit right, versus the agent that's got it going on and can just dial it up and turn it on. There, I mean, there is no doubt about it. There's an advantage to that. So work towards that knowing that fact. Point number five, exercise is a daily minimum standard. If you just do that right, it sets the course for the rest of your day and perhaps even for your life. So this is something to take extremely seriously. It is a daily minimum standard, just like, hopefully, you all brush your teeth when you wake up, right? So embed into your daily minimum standards your workout regimen, whatever that may mean for you, and we'll talk about that in a second. So point number six, why these are so intertwined energy is essential in real estate working out gives you more energy not less it focuses your mind and your body yeah you know when you start doing it you might be tired for a week or even two or even sore for a while but ultimately it gives you more energy not less and those of you guys who are good on this know exactly what i'm talking about point number seven this is one of my favorite ones is that effort equals results Maybe not in the first half hour if you haven't been working out or it, much or at all. You're probably not going to get an instantaneous result. You know that. But over time, absolutely, with exercise and healthy eating, effort does equals, equal results. Seeing this day in and day out is a clear reminder that all of that effort in real estate, your lead follow-up, your prospecting, your marketing, that will give you results too, just like regular exercise does. So I think that it kind of unlocks something in your brain, Tim, when you see that something you're disciplined on has the accumulation effect. As long as you're doing that, daily minimum standards, paying off. Well, pretty much everything else in life is like that too, don't you think? Well, absolutely. But you know what, Julie, you mentioned, um, you know, physiologically what happens is when you're exercising, you're releasing endorphins. You don't even, you know, some people talk about wanting to run long enough to get to that point where they have that little euphoric runner's high thing. You don't have to work out to that level. You don't have to actually, you know, make it to the point where you're a marathon runner. We're not talking about that. Again, 15 to 20 minutes of exercise every single day. It could be a walk. It could be swimming. It could be going to the gym. Anything and everything uh, will be a huge increase over nothing, right? So start with a mindset that, you can absolutely positively, no matter what your age, get back in uh, physical condition. Make it so that you're proud of yourself when you look at your body. If you don't do that, if you don't take it seriously, you'll always have this, you know, essentially the psychological baggage of knowing that you're not taking after your body. And when you have that that you're carrying around, literally, you're not going to necessarily achieve 
the same things in life that you otherwise would have because you'll feel you'll always have this feeling of being somewhat of a failure because of the fact that you're not in the peak physical condition. You know it's true. You're probably feeling like that now. But get this, and this is the beauty of this, and this is the reason that you know you control your finances, you control your environment, you control your physical well-being. This is the reason the physical thing is so, as Julie said, effort equals results, is because when you start working out, what happens is, is that your body will absolutely positively start reinforcing more working out. It does that by giving you little positive chemical releases. Even if it's just a little moderate amount of exercise, you will literally feel better. Any stress, any bullshit that you're taking into your little, maybe it's a 20-minute walk or whatever, anything, any way that you felt that was negative when you started on that experience, you will not feel that way at the end. That's the beautiful thing about working out. Your body is designed to be in motion. And when you're in motion, everything else starts to quickly align your, itself behind the betterment of your overall situation. And here's a little suggestion. When you're working out, listen to something that's motivational. It could be music. That's fine. Um, one of the things we suggest is you listen to things that are going to be uh, in the self-improvement genre, if you want to call it that. Maybe start out with uh, Napoleon Hill reading Think and Grow Rich. That's a great book. Start by filling your mind with concepts. And we have a reading list. Coaching clients, you know you can get access to our reading list. It's on Real Estate Coaching Essentials. So start reading some of the books or listening to some of the books that we suggest while you're working out. That way you're increasing your physical well-being, but also you're increasing your mindset, your knowledge base. And when you come back from that half hour of working out, you literally are a new person. You're a new person in that you physically are in better condition, you're mentally in better condition, assuming you were listening to something that was positive and uplifting, and then imagine how you're going to feel when you do this every single day. It just becomes part of your ritual every single day. You're doing something to positively reward your, your, your body, your mind, your spirit, and then when you have that opportunity to pick up that phone and, or pre-qualify that seller or that buyer, you are so much more on your game. All of you know what we're talking about. You know when you feel like this. You know when you don't. If you're only feeling really positive and powerful, you know, less than 10% of your adult life, that is your choice, you see. You're making a choice to feel like that. You're making a choice to feel like you're only 50% awake. You're making a choice to make it so that your life feels like it's getting by you faster than it should. By adopting some of the techniques that we're sharing with you, what you actually do is you start getting back in control of your life, control of the results that you get. So please take these points seriously. Julie, what's next? Point number eight is that working out daily is the essence of great time management. It's exactly what you were just talking about. If you can get yourself going regularly and on a schedule, if you can't, it should say, then how in the world are you ever going to get your business systematized and automated and efficient, which is something each and every coaching client tells us. We want more efficiency, automation, systematization, all that. Well, if you can't do that to yourself in the morning, then you have time management issues. I'll tell you, the other nice byproduct of being really good at this is one of our other major points. We always talk about a media-free morning. Well, if you're working out and you're listening to something motivational, educational, well, you can't have a media problem in the morning. You are automatically media-free. So, again, our point here, working out daily is the essence of great time management. If you're not doing it, you're already starting on a path to have your business be a wreck. Start with yourself and then work on your business. Point number nine Working out regularly puts you in an excuse-free environment, one of my favorite parts of this. This is a portable skill. If you don't ever give up during your workout, 
how could you possibly give up negotiating a tough deal? You're getting yourself into an excuse-free environment mindset. There's built-in accountability that gets ingrained into your brain. So if you just, you know, you know you're going to do 12 reps of whatever you're doing and you don't give up until you've done that 12th one, even though you're ready to pass out, and then you've got a tough home inspection you've got to deal with, somehow that home inspection is easier knowing that you pushed through that hard workout. So, it, again, it's a discipline and an excuse-free environment. And point number 10, simply, you'll live longer. In other words, blowing off all of these points, not taking it seriously, it's kind of a severe, you know, problem, I think. The punishment, you mean. The, down, the downside. <laughs> it's a bad punishment. Yeah. The downside is you die sooner. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Okay, so how yeah. do you implement? We always like to not just say, here's the deal, but what are you supposed to do about it? And I'll do this pretty quick. Number one is keep it real. Choose something simple that you can commit to and be extremely consistent with. A lot of you guys always say, I would be working out, but it takes 20 minutes to drive to the gym, then I can't find a parking place, and then my trainer doesn't show up. Well, remove all of that and just go on a walk. Okay? Put your tennis shoes out the night before and just walk out the door. Make it easy on yourself. So point number one in how to implement, keep it real. Number two is take it 30 days at a time. Don't look at this as, oh, my gosh, this is like a life sentence and get all negative about it. Just say, you know what? Maybe even take it five days at a time. These five next work days, I'm going to be really disciplined with my exercise. Point number three, have some accountability. A workout partner, a workout journal, a personal trainer. There's apps to train things. You know you've got the Fitbit you can put on your wrist. Have some level of accountability. It will help you stay on task. Julie, let's hover there. Let's let's hover there. Sure. Because there are so many really cool technological things that that almost either they Mm -hmm. they have a coachy element, don't they? I mean, Julie and I wear Mm -hmm. we wear iWatches every day during our work day, and we use the iWatches for all these little. You know, we don't. The main thing is basically a tracker of physical activity, and um, one of the things that Julie and I will do is, uh, like every morning, we'll go on a two or three mile walk, and then we don't sit during the day. So the iWatch will tell us at the end of the day, you stood for approximately, you know, 14 hours and you sat for 15 minutes. Well, I mean, that's part of keeping our energy level high. We have to have high levels of energy to do a great job motivating you guys to take this opportunity that your life is very seriously. And, you know, the other thing that is nice about the um, iWatch is it it keeps track of your heart rate. It keeps track of the the, the, uh, accumulated amount of um, physical activity that you do every day, week, month. And when you're able to actually look and see what you've actually done, what it does is it motivates you to go to the next level. So when you saw that, like, this past week, say, Julie and I walked, you know, 15 miles, and then we swim in the afternoon. Let's say we, though iWatch can't track you swimming because it's supposedly not waterproof, but let's say it tracked us swimming and we swam so many miles there. Well, we can look at it and we can see that we've done that pretty consistently for the past couple weeks. And we'll say, you know what, I prob- we probably can walk a little bit faster, cover a little bit more distance, you know, swim in the same amount of time, and that's what happens. And, and I want to throw something out at you guys as well, and this is mostly true with men, I've noticed. A lot of men will say, I have to go to the gym. Women will say, I want to go to Pilates, or I want to go to yoga, or I want to go to spin class. And those things are all great, but here's the problem you went into. Because when it runs in conflict with your life, your family, your business, the other things you've got going on that do take priority or should take priority, then there's this, oh, my gosh, I'm in now fighting with my spouse because I'm wanting to be gone in the evenings, you know, going to my spin class, whereas my, you know, family wants me to be at home. Don't create that tension. That's not necessary. Get up a little bit earlier. Get up a half hour earlier. Get up before everyone else does in your family. And, you know, 
turn on the TV and do Pilates anytime. Do watch something that's going to, you know, on your computer. Go on a walk like Julie and I do. Do things that aren't going to create conflict. Some of you, again, I know because we've been coaching agents for so long, you're going to go to the extreme. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to hire a trainer. You know, I'm going to do all these. I'm going to take five hours, you know, that I don't really have to give to put towards this, and I'm going to cure this problem in 30 days. No, you're not. It's going to be destructive. Do this moderately. Do this 30 minutes, 20 minutes in the day. Balance it with your consumption. Again, you know, read uh, uh, Atkins for Life. Uh, a great physical book, by the way, is Body for Life yep. by Bill Both Phillips. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's another great book you guys can read. Julie and I met Bill Phillips a long time ago after she, Julie and I lost a fair amount of weight ourselves. So guess what, guys? We've been there, done that. So we're preaching mm-hmm. from experience here with what we're telling you. So bottom line is, is you don't have to have this be disruptive. You can make this a complement to your, what you're already doing in your life. So well, if Tim, you're now- I've got to say, that, that's a really excellent point because creating that distraction then becomes the excuse for why they won't do it. Well, of I would course. be working out, but it pisses off my spouse. I would be exactly. working out, but it takes away from my kids' time, so I can't do it, right? You it's can just hear that on a coaching call. I'm hearing it now. That's the reason I said it. It's the same exact yeah. reason that they use for not prospecting. The same exact reason yeah. they use for not doing good lead follow-up. I don't have mm-hmm. time. I'm too busy. You know, I was too busy updating my Facebook status, taking a picture of my triple cheeseburger. Well, that's, that whole I don't have time thing is actually what got us uh, doing this particular radio show because you and I were reading an article where there were some uh, CEOs and executives that were on a, I think it was on a ship or something with Richard Branson. And the question came up, how is it possible that you're able to own, manage, CEO, like tons of businesses? It's not just one. He's got so much going on, and yet you still have time to hang out on Necker Island. Like, how, how, how do, you, do you have more hours in the day than the rest of us? What's, what's up with that? And you know what his answer was? Simple. He simply said, I work out. And that just completely melted their mindsets down, right? What do you mean by that? So that got us going on this tangent that's so critical, right? So let me wrap up our last points here. Be Point number four, how to do this. Be absolutely hardcore serious about it. No dabbling, no trying it out. Simply do it. Point number five, accept zero excuses from yourself. And point number six, have a body double on your dream board. Who do you want to look like? Have a goal in mind that's very visual, an actor, an actress, somebody that you admire, maybe somebody you know. Maybe, it's, you know. maybe it is your personal trainer. Whatever keeps you motivated, but you've got to take this really seriously because this could be the difference between living a long, happy, healthy life, both financially, emotionally, and mentally, and not. So why wouldn't you take it seriously? Yeah, it's easy. We made it. Follow, listen to this radio show again. Follow the steps. Again, we've done our best to, uh, because we can hear all your voices in our head from all the coaching mm-hmm. calls with all the excuses, and hopefully you've done a good job of basically heading those excuses off of the past. Remember, guys, the life that you have is the one that you chose for yourself, right? So the good things in your life are the things that you chose to have as good things in your life, and all the bad things in your life are the same. It's the same thing. You've selected, chose those things to be bad things in your life. If your physical condition is one of them, you have chosen that state. You can choose the opposite now, and we're encouraging you to do that. Don't go hardcore on this. Don't make it so that it becomes some big destructive thing in your life. Follow the suggestions that we made. 
make it part of your daily discipline, and very quickly your body will start rewarding you for the efforts that you're making, and that will directly translate to the amount of money you're making. I know it sounds maybe like a little bit step so too true, far, with that, but it is no, true. Absolutely it absolutely true. is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Hey, great radio show, Julie. Like your script. Makes me want to go on a run. Got to go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you guys have a great week, uh, great day, and we'll talk to you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.